What up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Every Adrian Brody Movie in Chronological Order podcast, a.k.a. BrodyCast. I'm Spencer, and I'm here with my two favorite people in the whole world, Adam and Greg. How's it going, boys? It's great. It's wonderful. Thanks for having me. I mean, technically, you have us. I think this is all your podcast equipment, so... It's not necessarily mine, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I did bring it. So thanks for having us, Greg. Oh, yeah. you're welcome. Thanks, Greg. You're a real hero. And a real human being. or Humanitarian. Whatever that song was from Drive. G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today, this week, we watched 1998's Restaurant featuring um, the one and only Adrian Brody, uh, the mentalizer, Simon Baker. We got Malcolm Jamal Warner from uh, good old Cosby Show fame. Uh, that lady from Ten Benny, and somebody uh, Lauren else. Hill. Lauren Hill. Yeah, Lauren Hill. No, Lauren Hill and uh, Joe West. Who from the Flash? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Iris's dad and young Tom Hanks from Big. Word. Yeah. Uh, so restaurant is the tale of a diverse cast of waiters as they attempt to break into various forms of the creative industries. Uh, Adrian Brody's character seeks to become a playwright. The Mentalizer's character seeks to become an actor. Uh, Janine, what what's her name in real life? I don't remember. But Ruffalo. Yeah, no, not her. <laughs> um, Adrian Brody's love interest wants to become a singer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they're all yes. uh, they're working at this New Jersey restaurant and are trying to break into um, the entertainment world, but are struggling and, you know, like it's their day-to-day lives and the apparent um, racial tensions that come up as a group of people from differing backgrounds attempt to work together in um, disastrous fashion, apparently, I guess. Well, important to note that the restaurant is in Hoboken, not just New Jersey. But Hoboken. That's right. The the Hoboken. The Hoboken. Yeah. It was a... Uh, well, I guess we should also say that we had to watch this movie via DVD. Yeah. On my five-year-old laptop. Which has a broken speaker. So we essentially watched this movie on mute. <laughs> <laughs> it was very difficult to hear conversations. <laughs> we did hear the soundtrack, though. That was, Through that kicking soundtrack. Yeah, it was oh. pretty kicking. God, it was just... It was crushing. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was a uh, well. So the movie watching experience wasn't very good, but the movie wasn't too bad. No, it seemed like I mean, it. If we could have heard maybe you know half of what was being said, it would have been a lot more effective. I think. Yeah. Um, so you know, take this analysis maybe with a grain of salt, <laughs> just because you know we were probably missing. 40% of the context. Oh, yeah. So Whenever there's a serious conversa- conversation. 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 Anytime I mean, there's a serious conversation, we couldn't really hear it because they were talking a little too low. Even the climax of the film, we couldn't even hear <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Everybody, Brody says something. We're all like, what did he just say? <laughs> yeah, Everybody's like, staring at him. There's a slow track back of everybody just like yeah. silent. He's like cowering in the corner because he's embarrassed. We're, we're thinking that he dropped the N-bomb, but... yeah. Which will make slightly more sense in the context of Spencer giving the summary. Yeah, but that was the summary, though, right? Oh, wasn't it? I mean, what else <laughs> do we need to say? <laughs> well, all right, we can the plot. Go, th- go through the beats of the movie. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't even remember them. Like Adrian Brody is trying to write a play, and then this new girl comes to work at their bar, and 
she's African-American and Adrian <laughs> is interested in her. And then it turns out that Adrian's ex-girlfriend was also African-American who lived in the same apartment that his new girlfriend is living in. And so there's a lot of tension with that. Meanwhile, the mentalist, Simon Baker. I'm pretty sure it's the mentalizer. The, the mental loser? No, the mental. Oh, oh the mentalizer. Oh, He's mentalizing him. people. He mentalizes everyone. Yeah, yeah dude, that's he true. Gets... Well, he so he mentalizes all the all the females in this movie because <clears> he 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 slept with Brody's ex girlfriend Lauren Hill. He tries to sleep with Brody's current girlfriend uh, Janine. Is that her name? Yeah, Janine yeah. Garofalo. It's and, not Janine Garofalo. <laughs> it's not Janine Garofalo. <laughs> and uh, he <laughs> sleeps with this woman who's about to get married. But that's the girl from Ten Bunny. Yeah, the girl from Ten Benny. Good spot by Spencer. Yeah. Also interesting to note that the director is also. And the writer. And And the writer. writer. Yeah. Right. The director writer team. Yeah. Uh, This movie was definitely better than 10 Benny in my opinion. But yeah, we could could hear 10 Benny better though. So yeah, I got to give give a shout out to to the sound mixing team. (laughs) That's later in the podcast. We're not talking about that yet. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So then Simon Baker gets cast in Brody's play yeah because Brody wasn't there for the auditions because Brody was hung over Brody has a real drinking problem in the movie but it's like really not that bad like people right, keep saying yeah. like Brody you have a drinking problem but like he's never like falling down drunk or like making terrible decisions yeah like, well the only except thing for we the see end. yes is the hangover or not being able to go to his auditions yeah, yeah and what else happens um he's friends with the the line chef reggae whose name is reggae who uh that's young, yeah, young Tom Hanks yeah, from the, Big. Yeah, young Tom Hanks from Big, uh, who uses prostitutes and uh, gets killed at the end. And buys drugs. Buys yeah. drugs, yeah. <laughs> he's shot in the face. Yeah, he's, he is yeah. shot in the face. That's an That's actual like, line from the movie. He was Somebody shot in the says, face. How did he die? And and some guys, he was he was shot in the face. <laughs> reggae, reggae is the, the, there's three line cooks, and he's he's the only white one. And he's very casual with the N-word, and it's kind of something throughout it. Uh, his, one of the other line cooks talks to Brody about his casual use of the N-word. and the, he, he doesn't seem to – he doesn't tell him to stop. But I think Reggae is also his boss. Is he? I think, I think Reggae is the headline cook. I thought Iris' oh. dad was the, the Yeah, I saw one cook, review yeah. that said he was the headline cook, which oh. he definitely shouldn't be because he's, he's very uh, childish. Cavalier and, with yeah. – Yeah, it seemed like – Joe West was probably the, the most mature. Yeah. That would make the most sense to me. But there there was also a history, it seems, as far as we could hear, of Brody <laughs> accusing the head manager of being racist. Yes. Yeah. So maybe he made reggae well, the manager he, of the line cooks just because uh, he's a white person. Yeah, because uh-huh. that was why he was going to hire the hire the like weird white guy yeah. as the as the bartender instead of uh, Theo Huxtable. Yeah. <laughs> the reggae. I mean, the reason I'm bringing bringing this up is because the way reggae gets killed is because he 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 will go to you know I guess you know the inner city to buy drugs. Newark, Newark, to Newark. <laughs> yeah, he'll go to Newark to buy to buy drugs. Um, and is always very like casual about it, it's like yelling out of his car window and things. Yeah. Um, and it, that is exactly where he ends up getting shot in the face. In the face. Yes. Let's be very specific. He was shot as, in as the as face. Yes. And as nowhere else. Drugs. Yep. <laughs> Uh, well, look, let's go into uh, Brody. You know, he was Dude. the lead in this movie. Brody, leading yep. the charge, leading Brode the pack. shows up at uh, one minute on the nose. Who? Uh, his voice, he? And his voice, he spoke earlier than oh, that. Oh, that's yeah. true. You, like, I, you know, 
thinking back on it, who was he talking to on the phone? Uh, we couldn't hear at this point. It was too quiet. So maybe it was maybe it was Lauren Hill, and he was like, "Yo, baby, bring me back." But I I couldn't hear anything. I just nope. saw his face, yeah. and yeah. then there was a rock and rock music, and then that was that. Oh yeah. Specifically, whenever there's a dramatic scene, everybody <laughs> speaks quieter, <laughs> so we really could never hear anything that was a climactic or dramatic scene. Just disappointing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway, so Brody Brody is the lead. He's looking good in this movie. Oh, dude, he's looking. He's looking yeah. top form, like real suave. He's just looking great, man. He's got the got the fast shave, the 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 really really smooth skin. He's got some sweet hair. Yeah, dude, these they they're dressing him like a like just a sick bro. You know, he's got a leather <laughs> jacket. Like shit, man. I mean, he's clearly like a popular dude at the restaurant. Everyone comes talk to him. He's the bartender, dude. Everybody, every character is in love with him. Oh yeah, like even just this random white chick that's not Holly Hunter. Who looks like Holly Hunter? I kept on getting her confused with Holly Hunter, <laughs> who is the mutual roommate of yeah. both his former girlfriend yeah. and his current girlfriend. Who we, neglected to tell his current girlfriend that his former girlfriend lived with her at one point. Yeah, she's a glutton for punishment. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because she loves Brody and just wants him around. So she probably didn't tell her for that specific reason. So yeah. that the well, it, would. It, it wasn't really clear that she loved Brody at the beginning, but Greg called it like from yeah. minute five immediately. Yeah. Because she, like, you know, after you see everybody working the first night in the restaurant, then they cut to a party where everybody's chilling, drinking brew, drinking brews, Brucey's. smoking weed, and um, he goes to open the fridge to grab a beer, and the, the woman who's not Holly Hunter uh, had left a six-pack in there of, I guess, like, O'Doul's or some kind of non-alcoholic beer, and it said, like, for Chris, non-alcoholic beer, don't drink. And he was like, I don't need this. I'm off the wagon and it's fine. But like that. Oh, you can hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wow. I, didn't, I did not hear and that, that. And I, you know, that's, it's a sweet gesture from, from anybody, from a friend or anything. But you know, that, that, that's something you do if you love somebody. <laughs> You're not going out to buy a duel. It's just for Joe Schmo. Yeah, that's true. Just great call, Greg. Anyway, she, she loved Brody. Lauren Hill loved Brody, which is Lauren Hill, the ex-girlfriend who's yeah. pregnant, who we see. She comes in at the end. I'll, I'll say in a cameo, but she gives this uh, this passionate speech about how she's still in love with Brody, which we couldn't hear. But yeah, we couldn't really hear. <laughs> all all we really did hear was "I still love you, Adrian." Yeah, more than the guy Except that she's about to marry. Yeah, right. More mm-hmm. than that was that was the gist of that conversation. Yeah, there was a lot of soft talking in that scene. Unfortunately, I love yeah, it wasn't <laughs> what wasn't clear. Still isn't clear. I think maybe just because we couldn't hear it. Of, why she left in the first place yeah like i know she cheated on him with uh mentalizer mentalizer yeah but i don't i don't know why because it still seemed like she had left it wasn't like he had broken up with well her. what it was is that she wanted to get married and he oh, right. didn't so maybe that caused the cheating oh because which caused the, oh them you're to right. break up you're that, reminding that's me my guess is. she does she does speak about how um i think there were issues with her and her friends and family about dating a white guy i think that that oh, was part of yeah. it was there was mm. racial tension in that um that yeah i'm pretty sure that that's why she just she couldn't do it it was too hard to to deal with that with uh yeah and that's why Re- reggae says to her when she's like she's marrying a black man she's reggae says like you got what you finally wanted oh yeah oh or you finally got what you wanted Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's quite presumptuous by yeah, seriously by reggae. Well, You're that's well, right. that's why she gets super insulted by the whole thing and walks well, away. Maybe he's talking. Maybe he was commenting on her baby, like, "Oh, you gotta, yeah. you're you're pregnant." Yeah, but they never 
talk about how she wanted a baby. Well, what's, I don't know. But what's <laughs> what's interesting about what you're saying? Does this mean that uh, reggae is like uh, was it is premonition? Is that a word? Why? So, but I guess what I'm saying, where I'm going with this is, it didn't seem like Brody was aware that that's why she left. Maybe it was something that they talked about, mm. but it didn't seem like Brody was like she left because she had, you know, uh, she she couldn't be with a white guy. You know, I don't know. Seemed... If, if we had heard more of that scene, maybe we could have <laughs> yeah. figured this out better. There. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know what Brady or what uh, Brody was saying. Brady. Brady. I don't know what Brody was saying back. You know, I could. I can only hear half the story that Lauren Hill was telling. So. I really don't want to assume any of this. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, Brode had a good performance. He really drove the film. I would say. Yeah. He he was the lead. He was the most compelling character. I thought. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I thought my favorite story. Well, maybe it was super simplified, but I thought he did a good job. Was uh, uh Cleo Huxtable. Oh yeah. I thought he just Theo, I had, right? Yeah. Isn't it Theo? Theo. Uh, dude, I don't fucking know. Cleo? Who it, so. By Cleo? I think it's Theo. I don't know. I thought What's it was the... Theo. Like Theodore. <laughs> I thought it was like Cleodore. Cleodore. <laughs> <laughs> but I like his storyline was super simple. It was just, yeah. um, you know, he, he was a young guy who was trying to uh, make his way in, in, he, in the restaurant industry. He specifically, he wanted to work there. Um, yeah, but he was, a wa- he was brought in as a waiter, even though he has bartender <sighs> skills. And Brody kind of helps him out and helps him get behind the bar and then he gets yeah. a little promotion at the end it's a little uh thumbs up yeah great job his bro. little promotion involves him just like now working on the weekends yeah <laughs> that's what everybody wants yeah, yeah. the dream yeah so i'm um, what do you guys think is this a good movie i i don't think i can really i don't you gotta i, I can't say I, I didn't hear half of it yeah from what i heard it seemed like a decent movie but i didn't hear all of it so i'm not sure yeah I, we, I, I thought it was I thought it was a good movie. It wasn't a great movie. It wasn't a bad movie. I mean, it, there were some things. It, it, I don't remember Ten Bennys especially well, but I know in this one there were just some weird editing decisions. Like mm. it, it wasn't even though it was an independent movie. Like those things are just made by people who don't have a ton of experience. Like it, it would just it would jump on the hundred eighty degree line without any purpose and. They would do like that weird cut where it just moves in like yeah. two feet. That's like the digi- yeah. the the internet video cut where you don't have extra coverage, but right. you need to cut because yeah. somebody fucks up. Yep. <laughs> right. You just yeah. Or you just cut in to do like slow motion, like oh, <laughs> was like just like as a weird Tim and Eric joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, I mean, I thought it was I thought it was fine. It, it wasn't you know nothing to nothing to call home about, but. I yeah. enjoyed it, you know. I like like seeing a little Jersey in there, a little Hoboken. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I I felt for the characters. I felt something when when Reggae died, you know. I when he, when he was shot in the face. When he was shot in the face, <laughs> yeah, that was a bit silly. But you know what? <laughs> I can't believe he said that he was shot in the face. <laughs> and they bring it. They end the party and bring everybody downstairs. Just yeah, to say I'll tell you, I felt more when Reggae died than I felt when Brody died in Solo. What? I don't. I don't. If that remember. means anything to you, <laughs> dude. It doesn't. Um, Solo meant a lot to me. I mean, the, the one thing I think that really hurt this movie was that that <laughs> the fact that we couldn't hear it. <laughs> the fact that we couldn't hear it. But that Lauren Hill like was barely in it, and she's kind yeah. of a driving for like her being in the background as an idea, yeah. kind of a driving force. Probably can't get over her, and he loved her, and uh, you know now he's dating this new woman, but she's still in the background. Um, but she's like in the first, the movie's an hour 47 and the first like yeah. hour and 10 minutes, the only time you've seen her 
<clears throat> is in a photo yeah. on the back of the fridge that has her picture on it, which is how Brody's, the new girl he's seeing, realizes that she used to live there. I agree. She needed yeah. to be in that movie in the first act. So you never connected to her to understand why he connected to her. Right. And it, it made it more difficult to understand his predicament throughout the movie. Yeah, maybe like just even in a flashback, because I get why she's out of the picture and, and she just like, I guess she moved away or, or whatever. But like if, if she was just in a but, flashback. Well, if she didn't move away, though, did she? Because she's. Yeah. around at the end like she's hanging well, out well you know but she's not trying to she moved out of that girl's apartment and she's not trying to I mean I think a hang out with her her ex-boyfriend well I think a flashback would have maybe felt a little out of place but I think if if her old roommate her and her old roommate had gone out and got a coffee and she was like oh how's you know how's Brody mm. doing like no, uh, I think I that would have felt out of place really I mean yeah. I think that because she's still in the scene I mean she's still inviting to, to invited to this wedding so she's friends with with some of them enough that she could have appeared yeah. in the scene earlier. Or, I mean, she could have been at the old apartment while what the new one's moving in or something, you know, as like... like a, moving her stuff out? Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe not that heavy-handed, but like, you know, she's she's just around. She was in the neighborhood and she wanted to say hello or something, and that's how they meet or something like that. Uh, that'd it, be a little obvious to yeah, me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's trickier maybe. than we thought to, yeah. to put her into the movie. I mean, it's hard to be a playwright or a film a screenwriter. <laughs> well, it's definitely hard to be a playwright if you're coming from this movie because mm-hmm. you're the guy that cheated on your ex girlfriend is the one that gets cast in your play in your own fucking play. The mentalizer. The mentalizer. We God. thought he was gonna just mentalize everyone at the wedding. Dude. So he sleeps with the girl <laughs> that who's about to get married, and the next scene is the wedding. Oh. And we thought he was gonna to mentalize the yeah. wedding. We, yeah. I was really expecting like some serious mentalization there. Just, yeah, but, <laughs> that's what that's what happens when they mentalize. Yeah, his, his character was was uh, more complicated than I gave him credit for at the beginning. Because at the beginning, mm-hmm. he's just kind of like sleeping with everybody, and like he he's just he's really upset that Brody doesn't like him, even though he slept with Brody's ex girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. asking he, for it. Yeah, he's just being kind of rude. But other times, he's just like trying to be. I'm such a nice guy. He was, and but he gets a little bit more complicated because I think he just doesn't. He him as a person, as a character, doesn't understand what's important to him and what he wants. Like well, he's he's putting things, uh, arguably his career and sleeping with women ahead of like you know yeah. his friendship and like uh, other things in his life. Well, it seems like he's definitely seeking like external validation. Yeah, for like, sure. Because when Brody when Brody gives him that. Like oh you you were you were pretty good like the smile on his face is yeah. like the one time where it looks like he's like content with anything yeah in the movie <laughs> I, mean, I agree and, and he seems to like not only does he just want to sleep with women in general he wants to sleep with women that Brody slept with yeah because like when he yeah. he's hitting on the the woman that Brody's most recently dating and he because he sees her on the path which is path so true. Jersey <laughs> he sees somebody on the path she's not surprised at all. And he's like hitting on her, and and she's like, "No, get away from me." Yeah. And he's like, "Why? Is it because you're sleeping with that guy?" Which he obviously knows. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is he trying to get out? That, of that? that was a weird scene. Like, that's gross. And then at the end, he goes into L.A. I guess he's going to L.A. to work yeah. on a uh, soap opera. He must but feel like pretty. I don't know, not up the snuff or something. Maybe, maybe like must compare himself to Brody. Maybe he's just and, yeah. Maybe yeah. Maybe he's supposed to be like a super vain L.A. guy. He's just in the he's just in the wrong place. <laughs> I guess, yeah, maybe. And he's yeah. ending up where he needs to be. Yeah. I need to see the follow up, maybe. Yeah. Restaurant. No, too. maybe the mentalizer was the follow up and he, he that that was what happened after he went to LA. I wanna say the in mentalized. the movie his last name was Baker. Because they call his name at once for the, the casting call. Oh, I they, thought it was just mentalizing. Maybe. Or Kenny. 
Okay. I right. I think they call him Kenny Baker. Yeah, they do. Isn't right. His, yeah. And yeah, his real name's Simon Baker. When he at the very end of the Whoa. movie, they're like, Kenneth Baker has decided to join us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if he changed his name to Simon and became the Mentalizer? Yeah. Dude, I Wait, don't know. It could no, be. But Simon's his real name. Yeah. Not his not his mentalist character's name. No, but this is real life. This movie was real yeah. life. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Right. Yeah, but it also in real life, he's one and the same. He's the mentalizer. He's the mentalizer. Yeah. He is Simon Baker. Dude, real. that's what our next fucking podcast should be. We should watch every episode of the Mentalizer. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. I don't know about that one. <laughs> we can ma- we can remake the Mentalizer. We can oh. make like sweeted versions. Dude, that'd be sick. Yeah. We just go around and just like squint really hard at people and then just be like you just got (laughs) you just got done at the grocery store it's like how did you know (laughs) you're carrying a bag of oranges you've been (laughs) mentalized (laughs) (laughs) and like a thing shows up on the screen mentalized yeah seriously just bang mentalized the text is too big you can only see (laughs) the middle like eight letters it's in comic sans Yeah, dude. Same with the post credits of this movie, Comic Sans. Yes, they were. They were in Comic Sans or something similar. That was real aggressive. You guys can hear that bottle rolling around (laughs) on the on the street outside. Yeah. Um. Do any of you guys have a line of the week? Yes, I wrote it down because I thought this was like hilariously stupid, Um, and it was also one of the only lines that I could actually catch. Um. But basically, at the beginning of the movie, um, Adrian Brody. And the mentalizer getting a little bit of a scrap because the mentalizer has been cast as the main character in Brody's play. And so Brody sort of assaults him um, and then is escorted out of their party and is hanging out at this like chain link fence near this near the river. Oh, yeah. And uh, Janine comes up <laughs> for whatever reason. And she's like, what's up? And he says, hey, I just wanted you to know I haven't been in a fight since I lived in Newark. And she says, why do you want me to know? And he goes, oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and that was my line of the week because what the fuck was the point of that line? <laughs> that, guy, that dialogue. It just, I don't know. It, also, I do think that Greg had one that you, you pointed out to me that I didn't really think about as it happened. But you were, he was saying at the very end of the movie, he's like, I'm tired of words. Oh, and yeah. Greg said, "Well, you're a writer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that that also was kind of unintentionally hilarious for that exact reason. Cuz he's at a crossroads in both his life and his career. Yeah. I'm tired of words. I'm and tired it's of like words. he just got done getting in trouble with basically only the only people he cares about for saying a very specific word. And We think. Well, yeah. yeah. So so it we seems. Assume. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He he was dangerously towing the line where yeah. He was he was saying something, yeah. and I was one other quick plot thread throughout the movie is that he 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 says a couple times that his father was was a huge bigot, and kind of raised him in a household where uh, his father would say the n word. I all didn't the time. catch that. Oh at really? All. Yeah, they mentioned nope, that. They mentioned that a couple times. Yeah, um, and that you know because he, he said his father would like you know would be shocked that he's dated two black women. Oh right, okay. Um, and that was yes, you know I, that was I another big part now. of that. Nice. Um, I have a line. Ooh. Wow. Well, kind of. He's talking with Reggae, and I think they're outside blazing. Ooh. And Reggae goes, I love weed. <laughs> and then he said something else, which I didn't quite catch. And then Brody goes, I know. I'm not blind. 
he's not. Yeah. He wasn't blind. <laughs> he's not blind. <laughs> he was not blind in the movie. Yeah, no. His character isn't blind, no. just to reiterate. Yeah. So I thought that was that was true. Yeah. Do you great? You have anything? I'll I'll, t- I'll take the one that Spencer just said. The one that I had said during the movie. You're a writer. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no way. That was my that was my line. <laughs> what was it? I don't, Greg's I don't, line of the week. I don't like words. I'm I'm, I'm tired. Of I'm words. tired of words. I'm tired of words. Yeah. That's it. We have Greg's line of the week. Yeah. We, it should be, we'll that one should be a Greg, a Greg yeah. line of the week. Any any comment that Greg's make Greg makes <laughs> oh. in the movie. Okay. Another pressure is on. Yeah. We have yeah. one for this week. So yeah. just think about this next week. Um. Let's let's go with the the, the definitive list. Oh man. Is in this okay? A Brody performances. Yes, I I'm gonna put this one in. It's similar to me in a top three. Mm-hmm. I, I think agree. Brody. Yeah. I think Brody did a great job. He really carried the movie. Um, uh, what else, what what other movies have you seen? King of the Hill. Dude, so many up there. Yeah, King of the Hills. Up yeah, there. Okay, so I'm gonna put well. um, I'm gonna put King of the Hill at one. I'm gonna put Restaurant at two. Last time I committed suicide at three. Hmm. Okay, mm. I'm gonna put restaurant at one. Whoa. Ooh. Last time I committed suicide at two, and then King of the Hill at three. I'm gonna put <laughs> King of the Hill as one, restaurant at two. Restaurant, I I mean it was tough. We could barely hear what he was saying. Yeah, I, but he was saying a lot. He was. And <laughs> with his performance his, was great. Yeah. With his face. With his eyes. He wasn't blind. Yeah. But you know maybe we could have heard it better. So I'm sorry, restaurant, but. This truly comes down to how we watched it. Dude, the hardware. Wait, so what's your three? Yeah. Um, Boy Who Cried Bitch? Mm, Bullet? I do love Bullet. Uh, <laughs> Undertaker's Wedding? No. No, no, oh. no, no. no. Oh. That, that's a joke. That's certainly a joke. Um, man, I feel like I used to have Bullet in my top three. I don't know what happened. I don't know if I just forgot about that performance. I don't know a single thing about Bullet. I couldn't tell you anything about it. No, that was it. the one that Mickey Rourke was in, right? Yeah. Where they get he gets shot at the end. Oh, and his hand's broken. Yeah. Or stabbed or something. Yeah. Yeah, Brody was the painter. Yeah. And he got stabbed. But I do really like him in The Last Time I Committed Suicide. Okay. So that's your three. So that's going to be okay. my three. I'm just thinking of The Undertaker's Wedding right now <laughs> in, that, in that car chase scene where she was riding in the hearse. Benny Hill theme song. Yeah. Well, let's talk about his progression now that we have uh, well, this our is list a, going. It's a weird jump from Thin Red Line. I mean, assuming – I don't know. They must have been in production – one after the other, but I'm not sure which was which. I mean, uh, I mean, Thin Red Line was probably shot like over like in '95 yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So let's I, assume that this is after. Yeah. Before, oh yes, yeah. You're right. After. Yeah, I mean, so it's interesting because it's the same writer director combo from Ten Benny. So he must yeah. have really liked his experience on Ten Benny. Well, and they must have really liked and, him too. Right, and they yeah. must have really liked him when they. I don't know who approached who. I'm sure they approached him. It's like, hey, we're doing another project. And I'm sure he was super happy to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, he's got like a – it's a cool cast for this yeah, one. Yeah, the, yeah, the cast is – You know, is it's not necessarily star-studded, but you've no. got a lot of good actors. Well, there and there are people that like in the future will have good jobs. Like, I don't know, it's – Like Mentalizer. <laughs> yeah, the Mentalizer. I mean, that's yeah. a – And we got Joe West who – Dude, uh, that, dude's, that dude is loaded. The Mentalizer is probably loaded. That's syndication money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Uh, Joe, I don't know when Rent. when Rent came out, yeah, yeah, but he, you know, he's a Broadway star. The Mentalizer? No, Joe Rent. West. Rent was probably the late 80s. 
No, I have no idea. Mid nineties. I want to probably nineties. No, not right? the movie. The musical. Yeah, the musical. Oh. Isn't it? Isn't Rent about AIDS? Yeah, New York. Yeah, I could see it being in the eighties then. Or it could just be set in the eighties. Mm. Yeah. Um, I I I think that this was great for Brody's progression, for a few reasons. I think he, I think, and I, I do want to say I do agree with you guys about all the secondary characters, the secondary actors. I think they all did a great job for the parts. Yeah. But Brody, he. Again, he played the character really well, and he again he looked great. Mm. Like he looked, he yes. looked handsome. Like this, this is the movie he's had the most sex appeal. Oh, think yeah. in anything we've seen, which I think is something that a lot of people will talk about occasionally about him. But this is this is a movie where I was, I was like, damn, Brody looks good. Yeah, dude. Well, and his character was like, he finally got to play someone that wasn't like either a dweeb or like kind of just a background goofball. Yeah, you know, like I mean, even in Ten Benny when he was the lead, like his character was was flawed but like not in a endearing sort of way yeah. Yeah. and like this one it seemed like all of his character flaws were ones that like you know makes makes him as a character more Compelling. endearing yeah and you just want him to succeed a little bit more than i don't know he doesn't consistently make mistakes or at least like not like in 10 benny i felt yeah. like he was just doing things because that was what the plot necessitated as opposed to this one where it was just kind of like his character was evolving and, you know, like figuring it out along the way. Yeah. yeah no, none of them are like really bad people. They're all just kind of have their struggles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, you know, and we do know, especially based on what Brody does these days as an artist, he likes playing artists. Mm. And I think that, I think that cast in general, I would imagine that it's fun to play like a group of people who are, you know, for the most part trying to be actors and working in a restaurant. I think they all kind of yeah. have that experience just you know working in new york or something of trying to make it dude it's part it's party down but not as funny it's waiting yeah <laughs> but not as gross yeah yeah and, more more as funny. and a little yeah. bit more racist <laughs> <laughs> right yeah um do we have a uh a favorite scene from this week well, Man, I anything wasn't even... that you know tops that king of the hill chase scene <laughs> Oh, definitely. I mean, the, to that. the baseball scene, or not the baseball, the football oh, yeah, scene the football in Last scene, Time I yeah. Committed yeah. Suicide was pretty spectacular. Um, but in this one, I don't know. I mean, it's always it's always a nice nice uh, nice sight to see Brody smoking a fat joint. You know, just like <laughs> good for you, Brody. Take a little edge off. Yeah. I, I liked the scene when um when Reggae's getting head in the car. <laughs> I was just gonna say that one. And Brody yeah. and Joe West are talking to each other um, outside of the car, and are just they're just smoking a cigarette or a joint or something. And that's when Joe West brings up, you know, like, oh, Reggae says the N-word a lot. Like, isn't that, is that kind of weird to you? Or, like, do you say the N-word? And it, it was it was a little, at that point, it felt a little unnatural for them to be talking about it, to be honest. Mm. But it, that kind of, to me, opened up the discussion for race through the rest of the movie. Yeah. Which always had a balance of, like, it not really being balanced. That yeah. it, some, it felt kind of like, not that it was preachy, because it's not, but it just was there as just, like, a side conversation. Which you could argue is just kind of like forceful and it's just unnecessary or that because there are all these people hanging out, that's just how they act around each other. I don't know. But the conversation with him and Joe West, I think, was it felt natural and they're two good actors. Mm, yeah. Uh, discussing something that's hard for people to discuss in general. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I thought I thought he he he, he did well there. That was a really, that that's a really good thing. And that cutting to Reggae. Getting the the suck as well <laughs> with a limp. He comes. Yeah. He comes yeah. Out oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was I was gonna bring up that scene as well. I think that scene 
I wish I could hear it better, obviously, but I would. I think that the, that makes it into my top three. My, my top three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I feel like kind of an asshole now because my scene was such a throwaway. But yours, that I like. Now that I think about it again, that was that's a really good pick, and that was like like Greg said, that's a really. It's a difficult thing to talk about in general, but also like it's an extremely difficult thing I think to make look even remotely natural on oh, screen. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, kudos to the to the writer director and uh, two great Brody, and, mm-hmm. Brody and his pal, mm-hmm. whose real name I can't forget. I can't remember which. I don't feel good about. <laughs> Joe West. Joe West. <laughs> yeah. You have a scene. I yeah. I already said it. Oh, did you? What? Yeah. I mean, what did, did I miss it? It's okay. We don't have to say it. <laughs> oh my god, my, I'm out of it. I'm sorry. But as far as how this compares, I mean, yeah, the football scene. Yeah, still it's, number one. From yeah, that's last time I it's just too side. good. Yes, agreed. Great, great scene. <laughs> football touchdown, <laughs> touchdown. Uh, Greg, do you have a, a I, line? I do. Um, I do. So uh, this uh, there's a review here from TV Guide. Ooh, TV from, Guide. Uh, Steve. Simuls, I believe it's pronounced, and he gave this movie three out of five stars. Wow! So not a huge fan, but well, I mean, well, that's hey, that's mediocre. a that's a fresh that's a fresh rating on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. He um, so yeah. he does he does give uh, Eric Bros a shout out for directing the generally dismal Ten Benny, and he called <laughs> Eric Bros a Gen Y auteur, which oh. I just I don't even I don't don't what, even get me started. What is Gen <laughs> What is Gen Y? I don't even I think it's is that four millennials. Generation? What is it's Gen Y and then Gen X in the who's, millennials. Yeah, who's Gen X? I don't know. Um, okay, so what? What? Uh, the line I want to repeat in here is the last line of the review, and uh, he's talking about he's talking about the script and like you know there's there's a who's who of actors that you don't really remember who you've seen before, but they all do a good job, and he says with the last line, and Brody, who has the lean and hungry charisma of a skinny young De Niro turns his potentially cliched tortured artist character into somebody from whom you'd actually want to buy a drink. Oh, kudos. Nice. That's yeah. It. You know, I, I think we've, we've seen, was it from 10 Benny where people were comparing him to like a De Niro? Um, yes. Cause yeah. we've, we've seen Benny. reviews yeah. that mentioned that before. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that, that that's, he still has, I, I still don't really see it. I don't yeah. really understand why people say a young De Niro. Is that just because he's playing like a young troubled character in New York, like like taxi driver type, like with like a an accent, a New York accent? Yeah, I don't because they don't. I mean, that like their performances, I would like stylistically, like I wouldn't consider them to be like even distant relatives as far <laughs> as. I mean, maybe I'm not thinking of right De Niro movies but I don't know I'm thinking of like Cape Fear and Taxi Driver like what I, I don't know I don't yeah I don't know can I I'm gonna throw out one other do it dude quick. so I, there's something called letterbox.com which seems to just like sort of be in a worse IMDB <laughs> <clears throat> but on the restaurant page there's somebody there's a popular reviews section. <laughs> oh. And somebody named Eilina uh, Bonilla mm. gave this movie three stars. I'm not out sure if that's out of... Oh, I think it's out of five. Oh, <laughs> out of and ten. And she says, <laughs> uh, to begin her review, I'm just going to read the first line. She says, even though the rate on Netflix told me not to get my hopes too high, 
any film with Adrian Brody on it gets my hopes too high. <laughs> <laughs> too too hot or too high? High. Oh. And she was she was slightly disappointed by the end. Uh, but fellow Brody fan. Shout so out. Give her a shout out. Eilina? Eilina Bonilla. Way to go, Eilina. Eilina, if you want to reach out to the podcast, please feel free to. Brodycastpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Right? Or just visit your local library when we might be there. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> well, we're doing. We're going to do a library tour. Of it. <laughs> so far, we're we've gotten there sign zero in, times. <laughs> sign in your microphones or your uh, your restaurant DVDs. <laughs> yeah, we now have the DVD copy of restaurant. Yeah, we can watch I it whenever mean, we I would, want. I would man. love to get this one signed. We could probably do that. I feel like that would be something that Brody would sign. Yeah, if he'd be caught off guard a little bit, like, dude, restaurant? What if we mailed it to him? <laughs> I bet we could. We need to find his publicist. Be like, hey, can we get this signed so that we can make some sweet, sweet, I don't know, T-shirts of it? We can just <laughs> take take pictures of it and then put <laughs> it on a T-shirt. <laughs> with, like, one, one was holding it, like, just an arm coming <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we should do that. That sign could be our first Brody Cast Pod T-shirt. Officially licensed Brody Cast Pod t-shirts apparel is, is it officially licensed if it's not <laughs> yeah. our photo <laughs> well we're we're licensing it it may be unofficially licensed yeah, yeah. and unofficially licensed i yeah. mean we'll have ladies men's wear it'll you can get it for your toddlers and shit it'll yeah. be sweet it'll be sweet all right well um it's our new enterprise i think we could probably wrap things up and go uh go into the next movie oh what's next week oxygen oxygen Ooh. we didn't we we have access to this one right like yeah it's uh on the interwebs. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it is a, I believe. Hold on, I just Ro- want to confirm before I say anything. Romantic comedy. A a film follows a troubled cop oh. as she pursues a kidnapper who she. calls himself Harry Houdini. No way, it's oh, Adrian. Right. Yes, he's the kidnapper. Oh yeah, dude, fuck yeah, we're gonna. This is gonna be interesting. He'll oh, be playing am... like a bad guy. Oh yeah, well, no, finally. But, and his character's called Harry Houdini, and he later plays exactly. Houdini. Oh, that's I right. Know. That's How right. exciting is that? Oh dude, I just got is... a little too excited about that. <laughs> we're, this is gonna, gonna be off the charts. Yeah, um, I'm super pumped. I wonder why it's called Oxygen. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a terrible name. Well, maybe they say Oxygen a lot in the mm, movie. I don't know. Or the, the what we need is oxygen. She needs oxygen. <laughs> maybe the maybe that's the uh, detective reveal. Yeah, detective oh. oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's like the the clue that helps you find him. Yeah. It's like it's like O two. <laughs> he like, breathes air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm excited. I think this is gonna be yeah. be a be a great one. Looking forward yeah. to it. All right. I've got high hopes, just like Eilina. Eilina. Thanks, Eilina. Every time we see a birdie film, we have high hopes. Yeah. Whether we Such should or hopes. shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see you all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, guys. Thanks a lot. Brody cast out. <laughs> Love you. Is, is that the new way we're going out now? Brody cast out. Beep, 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 beep.